For streaming, creating, gaming, and more, power your passions for less during Dell's exceptional cyber savings event. Enjoy up to $400 off stunning laptops like the XPS, along with high-performance desktops and next-level Alienware systems, redefining what's possible with 10th-gen Intel Core processors. Shop special prices on top-brand electronics and accessories, plus enjoy free shipping on everything. Don't forget to ask for Intel when you call 1-800-BUY-DELL. That's 1-800-BUY-DELL. Hey, do you want to say something uh, to uh, Cardinals fans? No, I want you to fucking never call me wearing those glasses ever. <laughs> All right, talk to you later, AQ. Thanks, man. Hello, it is Tuesday, September 17th, 2019 years after I learned this. Nick Morado called me to correct me on this. He FaceTimed me, actually, I believe. 2019 years AD, which means what, Nick? I. <laughs> What's that mean, Nick? I actually don't know what the exact words oh! are. But <laughs> it's, it's it's a Latin phrase. I know it's not after Carpe death. Anti domine or something like that? Yeah. Whatever the case is, Nick just wanted to let me know that I've been wrong every time. I was I looking out for you. But you don't even know the answer. You don't even know the answer. I, I, never, I never claimed to. Well, it might be when he's born. That might have been whenever he was born. So we're like 33 years off? Exactly. That's I've been 33 years off on my 2019 <laughs> years after Christ. Though. Which in the grand scheme of things, 33 years, pretty tight window. That's what I'm you're saying. You're right. That's what I'm saying. The yeah, same time. if you're off 33 years. Billion years. Been around for billions of years. Mm-hmm. Well, not in this. technically in this particular uh, model. Has <laughs> 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 not been around. For billions of years. <laughs> but I do know what you're referring to. Anyway, today's show is presented to you by uh, SeatGeek, our friends at SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the greatest ticket-buying platform on planet Earth and the moon. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I feel pretty good, especially when I'm talking about the greatest yes. ticket-buying oh, platform. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What SeatGeek does is they scan all the other ticket-buying platforms to make sure you're getting the best ticket at the best value. They go poke their head in at another ticket place. And they go, how much are you selling those colony tickets for? Huh. Well, that means we got to sell for this. Wow. They go ahead to another place <laughs> selling theater tickets. They go, how much are those tickets running over there? Huh. That means we got to run for this much over here. How about that game over there? Huh. Dude, dude. That's what SeatGeek does for you. <laughs> yeah. Because SeatGeek's looking out for you. And right now, you use promo code PAT. You get $10 off your first order. Promo code McAfee, $20 off. Good deal. That's great. Great deal. Good deal. That is insanity. I mean, they care. That's what it's all about. SeatGeek cares. Yeah. And right now, uh, we need a little self-awareness as well. If you're rich, go ahead and use Pat for $10 off your first order. If you're not rich yet, like on your way, go ahead and use McAfee for $20 off your first order. Because we need both of them things to continue to run. And if you looked at our video on the internet where Zito and Diggs found an incredible family in Cincinnati and also one in Wake Forest that we'll, we will be releasing... Go ahead and use uh, promo code DreamSeat for $20 mm-hmm. off if you enjoyed Whoa. that video so we can keep that series going, mm-hmm. where basically we're trying to upgrade families' tickets every Thursday night football game that I'm calling. And SeatGeek wants to do it. We want to do it. But it has to work. So we need DreamSeat to be used if you enjoyed the video and as well. People need to accept the tickets. Accept the tickets. <laughs> yeah, I've heard it's been a lot <laughs> harder than we could imagine to give away great tickets to people. Uh, Get away from me. Hey, what you selling? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, walking up to family tailgates that have been there for like 40 years <laughs> to random people. Uh, hey, you want these two tickets? I, I, they probably have to be like, those are fake tickets. <laughs> yeah. They have to think they're getting completely fucked up. Yeah, one guy looked at Zito and said, what are you selling? <laughs> uh, Just trying to give away some tickets. Trying to make your life better, which is what SeatGeek does every single day. You're alive, but are you living? Go live and experience something live with SeatGeek. The Detroit Lions come up out of nowhere. Matt Stafford slinging the rock. That's right. Come back and get a win against our guy. Still undefeated. Still undefeated. One zero and one. (laughs) What if they run it? What if it's what if it's fifteen zero and one? That'd be great. Be great for me too. I'm big. I'm a big Matt Patricia guy. And yeah, that would show that the Patriots dominate everywhere. And well, Belichick they don't. needs that. Uh, they don't though. Actually, like, if they do that, their head coach is. History has shown that they don't. All the other coaches that leave don't do great. He's also got one guy right now who quite possibly is coaching the worst team in the history of the NFL. <laughs> it's true. They're worse than your Lions. <laughs> the 0-16 Lions. That team was so bad. 
I mean, take it easy, okay? We got a friend that played quarterback that year, but the the Dolphins are potentially the worst football team to ever be assembled. Mm-hmm. 102 to 10. Jumpy, <laughs> as a lifelong fan, you chose this life. You live in British Columbia, uh, Victoria, Canada, which is top left of the map. <laughs> and you chose to be a fan of a team that's bottom right <laughs> on the map. And this is your life that you chose. And right now, you guys are in the middle of a suck fest. The biggest suck fest I've ever seen in my entire life. Look like you shouldn't even be on a football field, really. Look like maybe, you know what? Alabama could beat the Miami Dolphins. I think so. Alabama could beat the Miami Dolphins. If the game counted towards the NFL schedule, I think the Miami Dolphins coaches in front office would do everything they could to lose (laughs) to the Alabama Crimson Tide. How do you feel as a Dolphins fan? Once we play the Jets at home, I'll let you know how I feel about the team. We're playing fucking unreal teams right now. Are you kidding me right now? 102 to 10? Steelers lost 33 to 3 to the Patriots. Whoa, well, let's not drag us in. I mean, Steelers, <laughs> Steelers season's over, though. Yeah, Steelers stink, too. Well, I'm just saying it's comparable. Hey, I mean, you- I'm not saying we're good. We're obviously dog shit. But let us play another dog shit team, and then I'll tell you how much dog shit. But it are. is getting to the like point that. where you. Hey, I like that. It, it is getting to the point where even Gump like can't believe it because the other day I thought he was gonna start crying. He just he just walked in. He looked so sad and he holds up his phone. And he goes, "To letting Kenyon Drake go, pal." <laughs> Gumpy, I can tell you this though: it's better to lose every single game in the season than to go eight and eight. I mean, we weren't doing anything anyway. The we, Lions got Stafford the year after they went on sixteen. We, I'm not saying he's been perfect but he's far from it but <laughs> he's the guy easy time well, yeah, he's the guy. two wins and he's the cockiest guy <laughs> not a lot of talk last let year let me tell you something about winning and losing there cup here's it's the thing though. here's the thing with alabama play in miami though alabama's coach Foxy gives the worst example possible. no because i'm the only other team that's gone defeated no 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 hey i want to let you know I don't think that's a bad example. No, Ty though doing the doing the the fucking greatest as if as if now granted I'm a Packers guy too. It's kind of getting tough for me to be a guy of every team, but I'm a Packers guy too. Ty is an owner of the Green Bay Packers. That's right. So he literally lives and dies with every win and loss. A percentage of his cash is swindled away whenever the Packers lose. And when the Packers win, like they are right now, things are looking up for the stock market. And I think that is probably where Ty's coming from as also a diehard fanhood, she said. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. But also, the I mean, well, it's pretty sad right now when the, the Matt Stafford is by far the second-best quarterback in that division. By far. In that division? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you look, Kirk Cousins fucking stinks. Oh, my God. I forgot how much money they paid him. Yeah. Kirk Cousins, $84 million guaranteed. Yeah. Absurd. That interception was the, one of the worst interceptions. I've yeah, he I, stinks. He didn't have the arm strength to throw it 20 yards out of the end zone. He also threw another one and fumbled. You know? Kirk Cousins is the first guy and that I... they missed I, every field goal. Kirk Cousins is the first guy that I've ever been on a camera, on TV, being recorded, where I said, you know what? That guy stinks. <laughs> it's the first time I've ever said it. Normally, I give like a benefit of the doubt. I'm like, hey, maybe he had a bad day. But did this? I Kirk Cousins probably an incredible guy. I think the Minnesota people deserve better than Kirk Cousins for 84 million dollars guaranteed. And then that Case Keenum Minneapolis miracle. Mm-hmm. That whole place is like, oh, we're gonna be great. We're gonna be great. We're gonna be great for a long time. And then all of a sudden, boom, boom, boom. This guy. You turn on a little flashlight out there, and the shit just goes to hell. I mean, it just goes to complete hell in a handbasket for the kid. I feel bad for Kirk Cousins because he's probably good at football somewhere deep down there. Michigan State guy, you know, he's probably (laughs) probably good at football. Even I defend him from day one, and this is the first week I told Ty it's tough to watch. It is. He's a tough quarterback to watch play football. And like you said, you kind of talk trash about Stafford. This is why I love Stafford because I watch guys suck. And I think Matthew is like – a lot better than a lot I of like what you did there with Matthew. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Mitchell. Bingo. Uh, another over guy. Another guy. Another guy. Another guy. Another guy. He overthrows. Yeah. He overthrows. Trubisky did make a play yesterday. He stepped yeah, yeah. up in the pocket at yeah, the end of that game. Yeah. I've been hard on him. He made a play yesterday. Everybody said that. Everybody said that Mitchell Trubisky is so bad. And then everybody was like, but well, we got to give him credit for that play where he uh, completed it and called the timeout. <laughs> mm-hmm. That he? wide open receiver right in the middle of the field. <laughs> I agree, though. I agree because I watch a game UNC Wake. By the way, 
I was on a live broadcast when a wild thing happened with the clock, the refs, the rules, and the game. Okay? There was a lot of things happening. A UNC running back got a ball, picked up a first down, should have sprinted out of bounds immediately, or just went down because in college, the clock stops as soon as you pick up a first down. Instead, Dosey Dode fucked around, stepped out of bounds with one second left. They ruled forward progress. One second should have been on the clock. Instead, wound the clock instead of stopping it like first down. Zero seconds on the clock. And the refs sprinted off the football field. <laughs> this was in the middle of a massive comeback, like a massive comeback. This North Carolina team had done this first two games. We were in for again. They were making big comebacks. Two 50-plus yard plays in one quarter. I mean, good things were happening. And it had a chance for a Hail Mary. Hail Marys are exciting. I would have liked to have heard what I would have said on a Hail Mary. I I think we were robbed at that moment by the refs running away. And I said, I just I just want to know if there should be one second on a call. Actually said that into the microphone live on ESPN. I said, pandemonium. Talked about <laughs> it all. I mean, the whole thing happened, right? Then we go off air. I go onto the internet. And I got Tweedledum and Tweedlefuck telling me that I need <laughs> to learn the rules of the game. I need to learn the rules of the game. You need to learn the rules of the game. This is why punters don't get to talk. You need to learn rules of the game. You need rules of the game. And I want to respond to everybody that was saying it. Like, hey, I just want to let you know, I was surrounded by about 45 people that cover college football on a regular basis. Uh, not a one motherfucker knew what was going on. <laughs> everybody was very confused. So then we go to a dinner afterwards, kind of get some clarity on the whole thing. I stop by. We have a good time. We have to uh, take a flight out of there. And there's a lot of people that are asking questions. People are like, uh, do we know what happened to the end of the game? Everybody's like, no, we're trying to get an answer right now. I'm like, you need so see, nobody knows. And then lo and behold, the next day, the ACC comes out and says that they fucked it up and there should have been one second on the clock. For me, that was a moment where I had never felt like the smartest man on earth before. <laughs> when that happened, I felt like the smartest man on earth. And I didn't respond to every human that tweeted me the night prior telling me to learn the rules, but they knew. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. They had to they fucking know. sit in on that thing and just eat it. Just be like this fucking guy. <laughs> that I hate <laughs> knew the rules more than I did. <laughs> and I think the good news here is I'm, I feel like I'm a pretty qualified analyst all oh, of a yeah. sudden. Mm -hmm. I picked the confidence up level up massively because I don't know any of the kids' names. I think it's very obvious whenever I talk about it. I don't know any of their names. I don't have one of those play cards where everybody else has that has everybody's names on it. Mostly because I had it the first week. I didn't look at it one time. And I said, fuck <laughs> it. Don't need it the second time. <laughs> Turns out would have been a nice little piece of information to have. Uh, but the refs just sprinted off of the fucking football field. I had never seen anything like that before in my entire life. So when Trubisky has that moment and he throws it and the timeout is called and it seems to be, by the way, that clock was on zero. I, that is very, very interesting that mm -hmm. they put a clock back or a second back on that. I don't think you see that on a regular basis. Normally when that fucker hits zero, it's like, uh, oh, yeah, sorry, we had to do it. But to get the timeout and then let Eddie Pinheiro. Pinheiro. Eddie Pinheiro. Pinheiro. Eddie. Pinheiro. <laughs> Step up and make a big-time kick like that. Just put him in the opportunity to make that play. It's such a cool thing for that Eddie Pinheiro kid. I am so pumped you missed it. I am so pumped up <laughs> for him. Pinheiro. Because after the double doink, oh. I mean, the world was captivated. By what was going to happen with the ball kicker in Chicago. Mm -hmm. Third largest city in America, by the way, Chicago. Mm -hmm. Sometimes second. I just don't think that's accurate. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just don't think that's accurate at all. Sometimes Who's number two? LA. Oh, I mean, oh, they're, so they're pretty far behind second Whoa. Place, I would think. What do you think? This isn't a woe thing. This is just like a, <laughs> a standard <laughs> analytics. This is just standard. There's nothing to be changed. I want to do one of those census. <laughs> census. <laughs> Listen, I want to Chicago. I got a seven census. Okay. I want to recap. <laughs> anyway, Zito's from there. I even got a call for that job. Like, I even got a call for mm -hmm. that job. They were just doing anything they could to find a replacement because they can't let the kicking game cost them again. The Bears hadn't been good for so long, gotten into a big game. They are an eighth of an inch away from advancing and also an eighth of an inch away from Cody Parkey being a hero. 
Instead, the complete opposite. We've all seen the reactions, hilarious reactions of people yelling at their phones. I think it's Carl, Barstow Carl. Mm -hmm. yeah. One of the best raw reactions in the history of sport. $9 million. <laughs> How much we got to fucking pay? <laughs> they lost their mind. Chicago lost their mind. Nagy said, I'm going to get this corrected. They had drunks go out on the street and kick, see if any of them had any talent. They were trying to get Vince Papali <laughs> to come out and kick from the streets of Chicago. They were trying to make it an invincible thing. Then they had nine people come through OTAs, just trying to find anybody that can kick a ball through an uprights. The one day, eight of them tried from where Cody Parking missed, and all eight of them missed. It was like there was just gloom and doom. Then they trade for the Pinheiro character. He hits a big one in training camp in preseason, and then he missed one. Terribly. I think he missed it out the sideline. And the Chicago's like, oh, fuck, here we go, going into a season. Eddie Pinheiro, with that amount of pressure, that amount of heat, that amount of eyes on him every single time he goes out and kicks a football, to drain, I mean, talk about Barry, a 53-yarder to win it, has to be one of the best feelings on earth for him. I'm so happy for Eddie Pinheiro and the entire Chicago Bears uh, team. And also, all of Chicago, the third largest city <laughs> by far. Sometimes second. Bird Don. <laughs> Can't just start screaming things. <laughs> <laughs> say things that are false. That they can all breathe a sigh of relief after that. I'm happy for him. Now, granted, if he goes out and misses that next one, back on fucking murderer's <laughs> row, bro. But it's a good week for Eddie Pinheiro. We interrupt this conversation to let you know that every man wants to have the ability to last longer in the sack. It's a dream of man since the beginning of man that when they lay a lady down in the sack to last forever, to last long enough for maximum pleasure town for both parties. Not everybody can do this. Ain't that right, Zito? Mm -hmm. Stats say that men will last a lot shorter than they had hoped normally in the biggest moments of their life. When you finally get a chance to deflower your lady for the first time. <laughs> Todd. Todd. Please. <laughs> Todd. Todd. <laughs> oh, my God. Deflower. <laughs> Trying to list off the starters for your favorite baseball team doesn't always work. Mm -hmm. Trying to run through a list of things you've done terribly just to get your mind off of how happy your penis is doesn't always work. <laughs> Stating the alphabet backwards, like Z-Y-X-W-V-U-T-R-C-Q-P-N-O-N-M-L-K-J-I-H-G-F-E-D-C-B-A. Let's go. I stumbled there, but I found my rhythm. Just like you'll find a real rhythm with our friends from... Roman. The Roman swipes are this new innovative product that you wipe on your happy place and makes your happy place last longer. They do not transfer over to your partner, so you can utilize Roman swipes worry-free. They also ship to your house in small, discreet packaging. And right now at GetRoman.com forward slash USA, you can get free two-day shipping and an incredible deal on these Roman swipes. You're going to go to work in the bedroom. You might as well put on a show with your friends at Roman Swipes. GetRoman.com forward slash USA. That was a good game, by the way. Mm -hmm. Mark Schlereth called a good game, by the way, dropping a flag. Shout out. Yeah, that yeah. was beautiful. Shout out. To, yeah, he sent me a text that said it might be his single greatest broadcasting moment. He's <laughs> <laughs> hey, he cracks me up, man. Mm -hmm. He's awesome. He's Mark so Schlereth funny. cracked me the fuck up last night. So year. funny, man. Honestly. I mean, like, he should be, he should be, he should go, he should go into stand up. Like, he is a storyteller. He is very Legit. good. Very, very good yeah. at that. He calls a great game, too. I watched the whole thing on Sunday. He's awesome. Yeah, it's entertaining. Yeah. It's informative. And he's an offensive lineman, so he's probably opening up and saying things that you don't normally hear. Because normally it's the same positions all doing yeah. the game, so you hear from the same perspective. I think that's why I could potentially be a weapon in the booth because <laughs> nobody's ever come from my perspective. But also, you don't hear a lot of offensive yeah, linemen up there. True. So he's coming from a completely different perspective. He which, was uh, burying number 72 on the, uh, on the Broncos. 
who's offensive lineman. Really? He had like yes. seven like holds or something like that yes. in the game. It's like, don't shake your head. Yeah. <laughs> you know what you did. I mean, did. at this point in your career, if you can't identify that you're doing that and that's wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just it was destroyed just his life. I kept I'm, thinking like if you two were in a booth together, because both of you just speak your mind, you know what I mean? Bro. And it's funny. It's like, I it, like him a lot. There's not a lot. I've been listening to other broadcasters because I've been trying to learn from people and like try to pick some things up that I like. There's not a lot of people that sound like me out there, I think. It's going to be tough for me to learn from others, I think. But Mark is one of those guys I think I could learn from because mm-hmm. I think he has an incredible personality and yeah. the knowledge is deep, you know? Mm-hmm. I like Mark a lot. And he dropped before the brand, too. I liked him before that. Love him now. Mm-hmm. That's no question about it. The NFL is dominating the headlines. Ben Roethlisberger, rest in peace to that elbow, bro. Mm-hmm. I think Ty Schmidt called it before anybody else on our show. Old Tommy John will get everybody. Mm-hmm. If you're throwing shit, Mr. Tommy John, he's following. Yeah. I, if I've learned anything from throwing shit in the history of throwing shit, Tommy John loves hanging around people that throw shit. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> Tommy John, not only incredible underwear, incredible. Oh, underwear. Yeah. Started by two guys that wanted to make the most uh, comfortable underwear known to mankind. Whether they do that or not. Oh, it depends upon whether or not they're a current sponsor, but <laughs> <laughs> I do love their, I love their underwear. I do. Yeah, love that's them. good. I do. I don't, I think it's a, a little bit expensive. So whenever we give a percentage off, I think that's when I stock up normally, mm-hmm. but I think it, it does feel incredibly good. The other Tommy John though, the elbow guy, mm-hmm. pro, he's got an ax to ground with people that mm-hmm. throw shit, doesn't he? I mean, he's around everywhere. All the greats get him. All the greats. Have a, have a relationship with Tommy John. Ben Roethlisberger might be the first quarterback, though, I've heard of in a long time, right, to get this? Jake DeLome, Jake I think. DeLome. Was yeah. Yeah. Jake Snake? Mm-hmm. Nope, that was Plummer. DeLome, oh, had, Jake had, DeLome had his best career after he came back. Carolina Panthers? Yep. I remember Jake DeLome. DeLome. Yep. The homie. He was brief, <laughs> but he was good. Took him to a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, had a hell of a uh, end of his career with the Browns as well. I saw oh, you yeah. thinking that there's a chance you, this is going to Rowan Gardner, Roethlisberger. Is that? Is yeah, that I think the uh, <laughs> tendon in the elbow is going to tighten up once he gets a cast cast off. Yeah, and there's going to be some funky butt loving. Mm-hmm. And no, honestly, in my got to re- heat up the ice cube. <laughs> my real opinion, I think he has thrown <laughs> his last ball in the NFL. I'll tell you what. The non-contact thing is really the one that scares you in any injury. Because that means it's happening from the inside out. Mm -hmm. And it's like, how do you stop that? I just don't know. As soon as I saw it, I was like, well, he's fucked. We're done. He's out for the year. Steelers are now in competition with the Dolphins. Not even close, but (laughs) (laughs) I'm not worried. Mason came in and looked great. Mason, God. I'm terrified. How are you not worried? Why would I be? What? <laughs> I mean, the division's a joke. I mean, you got nothing to lose at this point. The Ravens. The Ravens are so Ravens. good. Oh, because that running back's hitting wide open wide receivers. Play the Cardinals <laughs> and the Dolphins. Still got to hit them, though, bro. Still got to Wide hit open. I could hit those. Yeah, but but they wouldn't be wide open because nobody would uh, respect your run game. So they would they would cover everybody. They would drop back into, into everything. We'll see. Send them <laughs> the ultimate comeback. I respect that so much, right there, Diggs. Just well, no, the I consummate mean, fan, right there. He was. There was a stat last year. He was the most inaccurate quarterback who played the, all of last year. You're saying water finds its level. I uh, maybe, but I, I or credit to him for becoming that much better in one off season. Well, he's, he's an athlete. I'm sure he never focused strictly on throwing the ball, but also I think the throws that they're having him make. There's only a few of them. So the thing about adding in all those tight ends is, I mean, it's mm-hmm. the option. He can run it. But then if he's if he's not going to get anything, he can dump it off to one of the tight ends at any given time. So now the defense can't play either thing. It's Defensive coordinators are paid millions and millions and millions of dollars to figure shit out. I'll be excited to see if they can figure this one out. with Because Harbaugh, I think... This is almost like a beautiful mind type thing where he's like, right, well, if we have 45 tight ends, though, we have an <laughs> explosive wide receiver. Yeah, we can get that rookie, uh, the guy, yeah, Hollywood Brown people talk about, we'll get him. Yeah, so we, we have the deep threat. We have the explosive if we want. And then we have all these big guys that can block and then potentially just catch passes if they need to. I, and we got a guy that can run faster than everybody playing quarterback, and he can throw a little bit. We might be unstoppable. It feels like Harbaugh might have pieced together something that is – going to be tough to stop. I think I think you guys should respect that. I just there. don't see what's so hard to figure out because Booger McFarland told me <laughs> on Monday night that tight ends either run a route or they block. I've heard that before. 
it's not that hard to see. It was hard. It was so hard not to say that. I mean, I did say it. <laughs> but there was a couple of times where the tight end was being talked about, and it was just sitting there. I was like, I got to say it. I got to say it. I got to say it. And it passed. And then I think I got comfortable. And then I just said it. And Adam Amin goes, analyst or something. <laughs> and then we go to commercial. I was like, you know, Booger said that on Monday night. And they were like, oh, why? Hasselbeck goes, well, why are you going to do that? I'm going to have to answer questions for this now. I was like, I, I thought Hasselbeck was going to get in trouble for me saying it. Because they kind of treat Hasselbeck as if he's like my dad over there. They're like, you're the one that really wanted him in here. So. <laughs> when he shows up in jorts, we're fucking coming after you. <laughs> Did you hear what he said about Booger? Oh, Matt Hasselbeck explaining like, well, he didn't technically... <laughs> you know, he kind of. I like him though. I like that that Ravens offense. The defense is always good, and the special teams is remarkable. I think I think the Steelers should be worried. And who knows what the Browns did last night? Congrats on a big win against the uh, the quarterbackless Jets. Um, <laughs> but I, I think I think Lamar Jackson's going to be. I think he's going to be something to fuck with there for a little. I'll bit. be excited to see what they do this weekend against the Chiefs. I think we'll learn a lot about both of those teams this weekend. Yeah, I think Mahomes might be. Because the, the Chiefs' defense like. is not great. Hey, Andy Reid season, though. We are in Andy Reid season, which is something that should be talked about. Andy Reid is one of the most incredible play designers mm -hmm. in the history of football. He's adapted with the years. He's changed his game. The West Coast offense is back now more than ever, so it's kind of helped him. But he's always adapted, and he's always been successful. The thing that has always got him is either – Everybody learns all his plays because he can't be disciplined with them early. Or your defensive lineman lines up <laughs> six inches closer to the other team. I think that Chiefs team could have made a real run for it. I mean, obviously they yeah. did. But, I, I, man, that would have been they're, – they're good. They are a team that is fun to watch. They are a team that looks tough to stop. And Patrick Mahomes is fucking around about not throwing touchdowns. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I owe him dinner. I guess I fucking, yeah, because I tried that no look. I threw it over his head. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. I threw fucking 10 other ones. I mean, he's on pace to throw 56 mm -hmm. stutters or something like that. Jeez. That team's awesome. And watching, Andy Reid is ready for it. I, watching they, that game on Sunday, too, they literally they, they try to score on every oh, yeah. play when they have the ball. Like they're uh, Very rarely are they throwing checkdowns. He's just fucking bombing it's it. Third like, and 20. Yeah. And, and you, it, until you see him just slinging it all over the yard, I don't think you truly respected him throwing it over their sign at the stadium. Mm -hmm. I think that was a fucking haul of a throw. I mean, I, it optically wasn't that pleasing. It just went up and then went down. It didn't leave the, uh, the concourse area. So it's like, did he really throw it out of the stadium? Not really. But then you watch him throw the ball on a football field and it's just so fucking far. And, it, and it's with terrible footwork. Normally his mm -hmm. feet are just flat or in, it just, He's a talented fucking guy, man. It, it he make, is so good. It makes you wonder how people went and watched him work out and didn't want to take mm -hmm. it. Oh. Yeah, what happened there? How's that even happen? Did he fall? Oh, yeah. Trubisky mm -hmm. drafted ahead of him. Mitch, it was the catch-up. Mitch and Watson went before him. <laughs> he went number three. <laughs> you can't bring up catch-up like that. <laughs> What's your favorite condiment? Yeah, I love ketchup. What's his voice? Ketchup. Uh-oh! You got all those GMs with their big fucking hardo mindsets. Like, oh, this guy eats ketchup. Let's get the fuck out. Do you hear his voice? We're not drafting this guy. <laughs> I think Andy Reid's season might be a thing of the past because he ran out of plays for Alex Smith. He's not run out of plays for Patrick Mahomes. All right, Pat, what if we did this? What if you scrambled backwards 25 yards and the defense thinks you're just losing your mind so they kind of like chase you chase you or whatever and then we get somebody here to kind of blindside them get you a little pocket then you can crow hop 65 yards down because if you're too close to the end zones so we'll have you back up a little further so you can throw a deep ball so then we'll have a highly a high percentage jump ball in the end zone that uh somebody will get yeah, I like that play, Coach. All right, let's fucking put it in. We'll try it. If it doesn't work, fuck it. We got 45 more of these things. It does feel like Andy Reid can do whatever he wants. Because the kid can throw left-handed if he wants. He can throw right-handed. He can do a no-look. He can throw short. He can throw far. And he can evade if he has to. He is impressive. As very, very impressive. He's like an Aaron Rodgers, by the way. I think Derek Carr was very impressed. He kept throwing the ball to the Chiefs, trying to give Mahomes <laughs> more chances. <laughs> it, was, it was impressive. <laughs> 
Matt Ryan was trying his best to give that game away. Oh, oh, yeah. Fucking noodle arm. Yeah, the soft, that guy has the a noodle ball. arm. Easy, Jesus. He does. He does though. He really <laughs> does. It, it's. I understand why he's like a tactician. I bet. Right. Like I bet every play mm-hmm. he's he knows exactly what everybody's supposed to do. He's probably smarter than everybody. All that stuff. He works very hard. I assume. But there's some things he does where I'm just like, man, what the fuck are we doing here? Because he's talked about as an MVP. Matt Ryan has talked about as an MVP because he is. He was mm-hmm. an MVP, which is an incredible thing to be. And people talk about him as if he's MVP. You ain't never hear him in conversation of top five quarterbacks. No, no never. No. He's got weapons out the ass, too. Outside the Patriots, that's probably the best receiving core, in my opinion, in the league. Well, Julio Jones is just a – I mean, he's a fucking species. That guy – I saw him playing blackjack down in the Bahamas. Doubled down on a lot, which I respected. <laughs> but also when he stood up, I mean – he towered <laughs> over me and every other Caucasian that was at that pool. It was next level. He is just a special athlete. I don't know if there's, Mm-mm. I don't know if there's anybody like him. Mm-mm. He ran a, he might he literally might have ran a four one forty after he got that ball on that screen pass. <laughs> Gone. Was that true that they, they said he got to twenty mile an hour? Yeah. On that run. In they pads? did the graphic. Yeah, that's, that's incredible. Matt Ryan in threw that ball. Full pads in the fourth full, quarter. Yes, Matt Ryan threw that ball as far as he could on that screenplay. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally what it looked like. If you watch his arm, like he threw that ball as far as he could. <laughs> Orlovsky, Orlovsky was talking about how on that play, Mohamed Sanu was the reason why it worked because Mohamed Sanu ran towards the safety and then he peeled out to block the corner. So the safety thought it was a route as opposed to a quick screen. So that delayed the safety so that Jake Matthews could come and murder him. Yes. And I found that very interesting until I was like, you know what made this play? Uh, the guy that caught it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. The block was beautiful. Don't, Hey, don't, don't get me wrong. That block was absolutely beautiful. Anytime you get a big guy out there like that on space and he blocks a smaller guy, you got to respect it. And Mohamed Sanu, take him up for the team there. Incredible running that. Uh, but the, the, the reason why that play, <laughs> yeah. that particular play, is because the man that was – Julio always has beef too with the Falcons, right? He knows it. Yeah. He, he should be okay right now because he just got paid. Right. They said that contract was the first NFL contract that's like an NBA like, contract. Because it's 97% guaranteed or whatever. Um, but you talking about that's that, awesome. That he got eighty eight million. He got more than Kirk Cousins. I hope so. Yeah, Sixty six, I, I think. I thought it was eighty eight. I just remember because what Gumpy was talking about. I remember it was like ninety seven percent guaranteed or whatever. That's incredible. I might be wrong. It is probably what I appreciated from that game. You this morning on ESPN. You're coming around on Wentz, who I love. I am. He's bad early though. I mean, God darn, he is. By the way, good for me right there. Nice, God darn. You hear what I said? Yeah. Mm-hmm. FCC won't let me be. <laughs> let me be me, so let me see. Try shut me down on NBC. I've never been on NBC, I don't think. <laughs> ABC. Mm-hmm. Are you asking for the real lyric or are you just saying letters? What it rhymes with? MTV. That makes more sense. <laughs> you were close. You're going to get there. We're going to go through uh, every station slowly. A and E. B and E. No. Breaking and entering? BBC? Uh, BBC, I was going there for you go, buddy. There you go. Now you're playing a game. Anyways, Matt, Carson Wentz always starts slow. I feel like he always starts slow. And it was just like the season where they made the big run, right? At the end of the season, he got hot. He got really good. And that's yeah. why when he got hurt, everybody's heartbroken. And Nick Foles came in, did his thing, magic happened, boom, boom, boom. Them picking Carson Wentz over Nick Foles is a big deal, though. I mean, that's a big deal. That's a, that's the future of your entire organization. First Super Bowl championship in 50 years. The guy that did it for you. See you later. Get <laughs> mm-hmm. the fuck out of here. He gets beat up, though. I mean, Wentz, I, yeah. feel like, I feel like he's got a little bit like old school luck in him where he just hangs on a little too long, takes too much abuse. Yeah. Well, he's it, a big he's body. Luck. He, he plays luck. like Ben yeah. did early in his yeah. career. Yeah. By the way, Ben, luck. Mm-hmm. Wentz, they all kind of play the same way. It's I, like, ugh, you don't. Because they're, well, they're big, they're big people. They're big humans. So they mm-hmm. think that they could take and it. He's been hurt a lot. Well, which, which, by the way, congrats that you can take it. We're all very proud of you. <laughs> right? hey, Until you can't. You are very yeah. tough. We think you're all very tough. That's, that's the thing with luck. And I think I've said that this a couple times now. Early, whenever he was like refusing to, to go down, he was running people over. I think in Andrew Luck's head, he was like, if I don't do this, everybody's going to think I'm soft. It's mm-hmm. like, Complete opposite, man. We think you'd be, you know, you're a Stanford guy. You're a smart guy. We we think it'd be much smarter if you just didn't do that, because that one, 
truck that you're trying to hit there, that one little truck stick over a guy, yeah, it'll be awesome to watch. But, man, if you, if you hurt your shoulder, like, uh, we're all kind of fucked in this. <laughs> <laughs> We've been talking a lot of NFL today because that's what you do on Mondays and Tuesdays is you reflect upon what had happened on Sunday. Because the NFL is the greatest game on earth, and right now you have the chance to profit off the greatest game on earth. Sports gambling is becoming legal more and more places, and you might as well have a horse in the race. You might as well sit back and enjoy a game and know that if your brain is right, you will profit from it. And there's an app that you can download right now that'll make you a smarter gambler. It will no longer be betting. It'll be investing because this app has all the information you need to be a smart better. You want to know where the sharp money's going, Diggs? Of course. You want to know where the dumb money's going, Diggs? Always. You want to know trends? Mm -hmm. You want to know what other people are thinking? Oh, yeah. You want to know why you should bet on what? Mm -hmm. There is one app and one app to go to, and that is the Action Network. Right now, go to getaction.app slash pat that is getaction.app slash pat to download the action network app which is a one-stop shop for everything you need to be a better sports gambler we're venturing into this new world you might not know much but if you go to getaction.app forward slash pat you'll be able to learn everything you could possibly need to know to make you a smart better you can track other people's bets like myself and the Diggses and the Gumpies and the Todds. You can also track your own bets. When you place a bet, go ahead and flood it in there because sometimes you forget what exactly you bet on. The Action app will let you know via two dots. It's either a green dot, things are going good, or a red dot, things are going bad. Know that you want to live in green dot city. And if you live... <clears throat> And if you read everything from the Action app, you will live in Green Dot City. I believe Diggs is on a heater right now, so maybe keep up with what he's doing at... GetAction.app slash Diggs, D-I-G-S. There we go. Let's live a little. Let's win a lot. Let's be smart. Let's get Action.app forward slash Pat. Cam Newton, he's another one where people yeah. think that's led yeah. to what he, where he's at now. Sure. And by the way, it worked whenever he was playing, man. Mm -hmm. He was a weapon of a man back there because you had no idea what was going to happen. And if he got loose, you had no shot. Mm -hmm. You had no chance if Cam Newton was barreling down on you. You had no mm -hmm. clue. No chance. And now, though, after the tr car, or truck crash, too. Yeah. I mean, a lot of stuff has happened. Mm -hmm. That team looks bad at football. Mm -hmm. When well, he had that MVP season, he was running up and down the sidelines uh -huh. when they were on defense. Like, uh -huh. he loved the game, and now it just looks like he just doesn't want to be there. Was they it were the winning. fumble? It was fun. Where he didn't go after it? Is that where uh -oh. it all changed? Could have been. Yeah. I, I would have, somebody would have to go back, but that's probably. Well, that, it was like I, it was the Super Bowl was three years ago, mm -hmm. them and uh, the Broncos. Is that Vaughn Miller? Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Took soul, man. I don't think he has any shoulders left either to throw. No, I thought he got fixed. He can't throw anymore, though. I thought he got fixed. Oh, yeah, I mean, he had surgery. Doesn't look like it's fixed, though. Well, this last week he had a couple deep balls, I guess, that were completed because Matt Hasselbeck said that the non deep ball things were got to him, so he went for it. I don't know. I think the Saints are in trouble without Drew Brees for six weeks, they're saying. The timetable hasn't been set. There was a timetable release six weeks. Orlovsky was even saying six weeks, I think, earlier today because yeah. he had the same surgery. And then they, Sean Payton came out and said, no timetable yet. We're trying to get other opinions as well. So maybe Steve Shin, the doctor that they were mentioning him going to, the hand specialist, uh, was like, you know what? Maybe we, uh, maybe we take your ACL and we put it around your thumb. And <laughs> <laughs> like, what happens? How does, that, how does it know. just automatically speed up? Like how, how does the same surgery from the beginning of time just speed up? And it's you know why? Because people are coming back from ACLs in like four months mm -hmm. and breaking yeah. records. I assume medical does change. But if Drew Brees isn't down there, I think that team is in a world of hurt. Drew Brees is one of those guys who is always mentioned in the top three. Yes. It's always like, Drew Brees. Hey, everybody's always like, hey, don't forget about Drew Brees. Everybody literally says, mm -hmm. they start saying their list, and then somebody interjects and goes, don't forget about Drew Brees. And everybody's mm -hmm. like, you know what? You're right. Motherfucker has all the records, even though he's short. And, <laughs> and he's older. He's only missed one game since high school. It's insanity. That's cr the craziest statistic I'd ever heard. I wonder if that's because people said he was small 
so he automatically equated with people calling him small and not calling him tough. So he was always just like from Texas, right? He's like, hey, mm-hmm. fuck these guys. Like, they don't think I can play. I'm, I'm playing every fucking game. Even, <laughs> even if I can't walk, I'm going to play. And now he's got to get a, the thumb thing, I guess, when it involves holding a football. Yeah, when you yeah. can't hold the football, he couldn't pick it up at nothing all. you can do. Now, granted, some would argue if Pat <laughs> Mahomes would just play lefty. Yeah. But that's a different, that's a different quarterback than mm-hmm. Drew Brees. Didn't uh, Jay get his uh, surgery done with the ball? To like form around it, Jay he, Jay Cutler. By the way, the fact that you just thought <laughs> I would know exactly who that is just by saying Jay, that is that's the thing that has proved to me that you are a Bears. Yeah, fan. Yeah, it's a Bears fan for you. <laughs> There's been a lot of questions on whether or not you've been a Bear fan. A lot of people have taken shots at your fanhood. I believe Ty has. Yep. I believe Foxy has. Yeah. I believe everybody in this room has basically taken a shot at your fanhood, except for probably me. I, I don't think I've ever questioned. You've been on my back the whole time. I, I don't know if I have been on your back or with or you. Had my, <laughs> had my back. I don't think. I but that right there made me think. You know what? If he's just referring to this quarterback, that although in my eyes is one of the best reality stars of all time, of all time, yeah. one of the best internet stars of Good all time. Good hair, best hair. I, you say Jay, though, I went blank there for a little bit. I, I literally went blank. I had to figure it out. That's me being Chicago, and I'm sorry. Yeah, you're a diehard Bears fan. <laughs> Bear. Don. <laughs> Did Jay Cutler really do that? That's an incredible story, if that's the case. I believe so. I feel like I'm I would have heard that. This sounds like a Chicago yeah. myth. I feel like I would have heard yeah. that. A little urban hey, legend Jay there. Cutler, <laughs> Search it up. Jay's someone who I follow pretty closely. I feel like I would have heard that. I, I respect it, but if Drew Brees isn't down there, I honestly assume that Teddy Bridgewater will continue to get snaps because he's the highest-paid backup quarterback in the game. And just a few years ago, I mean, few is a long time. A few years ago, I played too. But a few years ago, he was one of the top quarterbacks in the game. The world thought he was going to be an MVP. They thought he was going to win the Super Bowl. And then he got hurt in a non-contact situation with the Minnesota Vikings and it sent shockwaves across the entire NFL. Then he got healthy, came back to the Jets for a $500,000 guaranteed, gets shipped down to the Saints, and everybody's like, what the fuck? And then they see him doing a motorbike in the locker room, and then they say he's dominant in practice, and they pay him a lot of money to stay there he could have went elsewhere chooses to stay there but all the while sean payton has been saying that Taysom hill is the next steve young he's like hey we got this guy he's like 45 years old he's a mormon <laughs> he can do everything he's a freak he sean payton even says they say that sean payton found this guy Taysom hill so they love like sean payton loves this guy and when push came to shove they didn't put him at quarterback mm-hmm. and i thought there was a chance that they would put him in so let's assume going forward Teddy Bridgewater will have the snaps, but Taysom Hill is going to have a good chunk of offense. And I think they're just going to cycle him back and forth. And I think Sean Payton is a mastermind on offense. that It could potentially work and carry them until Drew Brees can pick up a football again. Like you did and like you do, I assume I'm going to give Teddy a little bit of break here. He has not played in a few years. First mm-hmm. game in, didn't have a full week of practice at a starter. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give him a, give him one more start. By the way, Drew Brees hasn't missed a game since high school, yeah, so there's yeah. no thought of getting in. And I would assume the Saints practice that way. Like, okay, all the ones are here. Uh, Teddy, go run this and twos or something like that. So he could toss in a bad situation for sure, but he did not look good. No, no, no. he didn't. He did not look good. But that Rams defense is good. Mm-hmm. Well, when you when you wear gloves and you're in LA and it's 85 degrees out, they're gonna get a little sweaty. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you think Teddy Bridgewater did bad. Well, and then the refs fuck you over. Like I mean, they should have been up 10-3, and then they would have covered for sure. But <clears throat> I'm excited to see what Sean Payton's brilliant mind comes up with, though, down there because Taysom Hill is a weapon, mm-hmm. and Teddy Bridgewater, if he can find his form, man, he's really good too. Let's see what happens. It's a dogfight in that division, too. No one's, <laughs> no one's good. Bruce Aarons, quarterback whisperer, down there with Jameis Winston, out of the crab shack, into the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> Buccaneers could be good. <laughs> they showed a lot of improvement yes, from week did. one. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, strong. Yeah, a from lot week, of improvement. From week one to week two, you make your biggest improvements. Yeah. And they made big improvements. Let's assume they keep doing it. I trust the coaches that are down there. I like the coaches that are that are down there. A lot of people talk about Bruce Aarons, who you're not talking about is Clyde Christensen, who's the quarterback coach down there. He was with Peyton all those years. He was with Luck all those years. He is very well liked by all the players that play for him because he's just a relatable guy, and he also knows his shit inside and out. Super religious guy would never say the word shit, but he's an incredible coach. Great golfer, too. The other old guys down there, too. Tom Moore? Yep. Let's assume that they can figure it out. There's probably, and this is not an exaggeration, there's probably 250 years of football experience on that coaching wow. staff. Wow. 
That's a lot. <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> probably a hundred. Wow, buddy. <laughs> it's probably a hundred. There's probably 150 years of football experience on that coaching staff down there. That's a lot. Yeah. There's probably 150 fucking years. Bowles is DC, who he's, he's always been great as DC. Tom Moore has been coaching for, I think, 60 years. It might be 50, but still. I mean, yeah. That's a huge chunk. Clyde Christensen, probably 30 years. Bruce is 30. Bruce is 30. There's another, probably 150 years of coaching experience. I mean, he woke up and his kid was 40 years old. <laughs> that's, why retired, that's why I retired the first time. I'll that's tell you. One of problem. my favorite press conference quotes of all time, by the way. Shout out to Bruce Aaron's being back in the game. But when he said, I woke up one morning and it was my uh, son's 40th birthday, and I said, 40? Where'd the years go? <laughs> <laughs> that is a hilarious quote. I'm happy he's back in the game. The game's better that way. The problem with Tampa is they're not feeding their tight end, OJ Howard, who's arguably outside of Mike Evans, their biggest threat on the offense. And I know this because he's on my fantasy team and he's put up zero points in two weeks. <laughs> Get this guy the ball. You want to win? He's a stud. Get OJ Howard the ball. I think that is a recipe for success. In the Easy check down. Jameis, you know, protect the ball. Don't turn it over. Feed your tight end. Giant situation's insanity. Eli Manning's getting booed again. Yeah, he should. Thanks. He's been bad for a few years now. He's Eli Manning, though. I know. it's But the team is so bad around him. How long do you hold on? They don't have as much of an argument as they should have. So right after the bye week, I think. I think you hang on to him until the bye week. And DJ, Daniel Jones, looked good preseason. Yeah, but But preseason's preseason. You know what I mean? A lot of people are not playing in preseason. That's like... uh, I think Chase Daniel dominates in a preseason. That's why he has a job so long. I think a lot of people potentially. Not Chase Daniel couldn't dominate in regular season. I mean, we never fucking see it. But preseason is a whole different ball game. I think it is like an all star game everywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. Got a lot of Canadian Football League players playing there. You got a lot of McDonald's guys working there. <laughs> you know I mean? It's just like you look in the mirror and you're like, well, I know this team's not going to make the playoffs. I know they're not probably even going to be 500. Maybe get the the young quarterback some experience, or maybe you're getting experience of, yeah, by watching learn. Eli. Let him learn work. and l- watch Eli like handle the media, and watch Eli handle the meetings, and watch Eli handle the off the field stuff. If your team's gonna suck, why put him in there and get him ruined? Let him learn there a little bit. Uh, almost about done for the day, and now time for a reading by Zito. Thank you, Pat. <clears throat> No problem, Zito. Just cough right into that mic. (laughs) All right, listeners. (laughs) It's aggressive. Mm -hmm. All right, listeners. Seductive Z. Yeah, yeah. He's been calling himself nicknames, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Things happen. He's just throwing it out there. Artsy Z. He got a good (laughs) shot. It's outrageous. It was a very artsy shot. Yeah. Seductive Z. All right, listeners. Creepy <laughs> <laughs> All right, listeners. I'm holding something awesome in my hand right now. Oh, no. But I'm not telling you what it is. Are we this? Oh. They're back. Oh, my God. You have to guess. It's ice cold like a corpse. <laughs> Some people are afraid of it. Is and it think, liquid death? <laughs> Whoa, spoiler. In fact, it is. <laughs> What is liquid death like, uh, Zito? Go ahead and ad lib. Yeah, here we go. We got some. Uh, some people are afraid of it. No, no, no. <laughs> what is liquid death like? Just go ahead and ad lib. You've tried it. You like the product. Yeah. You've read this ad read before. But now that you can't because Ty just completely cucked it, <laughs> what do you think of liquid death as a salesperson for liquid death? I'm going to tell you, it's so good. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> It tastes so good when it hits the lips. It does. It is actually incredible. Yeah, it is. It's water in a can. I don't oh, know yeah. why it tastes better than bottled water, but it, it does. It's cold. It tastes colder. It tastes colder. Well, it tastes it, colder longer. It comes straight from the Alps. Yes, it does. Oh. Have we ever got to that in this ad that there's that no. it comes from the Alps? Mm-hmm. I don't think they want you to know that. They want it to be a surprise to go to the website to well, buy the Lambo. This water. I don't think I don't know how they keep it cold from the Alps, but when it gets here, you put it in the fridge, and because it's in a can, it does feel remarkably mm-hmm. cold. It does. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's a cool looking can too. It's like the coolest looking beverage can I've ever seen. I would agree with that. Actually, it's clean. It looks like a beer can. I like beer. They they actually even say that in the ad. <laughs> I believe my friends like beer. <laughs> I still like beer. <laughs> it's metal as fuck. You could get some for free if you literally sell your soul. Some of you would be so grounded if your parents found it. 
I'm going to call some action real quick. That a boy, Z. Thank you. Sounds pretty cool, right? Yep. <laughs> but like I said, I'm not telling you what it is. We did. You'll have to find it. <laughs> you have to find out for yourself by going to whatthefuckisthisshit.com slash triple X. And you you'll even get 6.66% off. It, it has to be. It has to be Pat. Pat. And you'll even get 6.66% off if you decide to buy it. That's what the fuck is this shit.com slash Pat. What the fuck is this shit.com slash Pat. boy Z. Way to go, buddy. <laughs> hey, you're starting to put sentences together. I know. That's pretty good. Because it, it used to be just one sentence at a time, but that time mm-hmm. I think you put two sentences together a couple different times. I think it's like a, like a sniper. It's your breathing. It's what it is for me. I got to figure out my breathing with the sentence cadence. Say, <laughs> I ran out of air there. That's what happened to me every once in a while. It happened on the uh, on the game. I was in the middle of a great run. I knew it, and at the end, it was just puckered out. <laughs> I just had to spit something out. The I was about to choke myself to death, basically, because there's zero air left in your lungs. That's what that means. Oh yeah, that's every sentence for me. And then. <laughs> You know that's what the apostrophes are for, right? Pause. What? The commas. Right. Oh, Breath. I thought it was a head nod. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Dude, it holds his breath the entire time. <laughs> Catch right. up. Well, back to the show. But I, I wonder if Eli Manning's having the thought that I think Vinatieri was having, where he's potentially a liability to his mm-hmm. team. I talked to Vinatieri after the game on Sunday against the Titans, where he missed two extra points after missing two kicks in the first week. And Stephen Holder basically alluded, suggested that Vinatieri was going to retire, right? So the internet was a buzz, especially because he's an old man in the game, and he's had a rough couple uh, outings. So I wanted to talk to him, you know? I wanted to make sure he knew that whatever the fuck he wanted to do is what he should do. He shouldn't feel pressured by anybody other than himself and his family to do his thing. So I got a chance to talk to him. And I didn't ask him because I'm in the media technically now what he was going to do. I just had a full conversation with him. And it felt to me as if he felt that he was a a liability to the team the first two weeks. He said, I I didn't do my – because you're talking about a guy who's been great forever. So Mm -hmm. whenever you're not great, you immediately are like, fuck, this team's really good. I'm not doing good. You start looking in the Mm -hmm. mirror. And if you're a guy who has any morality at all, you start taking accountability for yourself, which is why Vinatieri is that I'm Vinatieri. So I I heard him getting bummed out about himself. And I gave him uh, a speech about him being the greatest of all time and the whole thing. And then – he said he he didn't know what he wanted to do. He said he he was you know trying to figure it out. After the first week, he said if I was the GM, I'd cut me. And then he had another bad week, you know. So I think mentally he was in a couple different spots. And then yesterday it came out that Frank Reich said uh, that Vinatieri will be back. And what Adam Vinatieri will do is he'll bounce back because that's what the greatest of all time does. Yeah. And I think the thought that Adam Vinatieri in his head was potentially going to go out on a bad note wasn't something that Vinatieri would be able to sleep with forever. That's mm-hmm. kind of the feeling I got talking to him. I told him I would support him, whatever he does. Obviously, he's the greatest of all time. We're going to be in the Hall of Fame. Who gives a fuck whatever you choose to do, right? Go do what makes you happy and your family happy. But I don't think he wanted to go out like that. I wonder if Eli Manning's having that same thought. You know, like, because every game, it seems like he's going for it. You know, every game he's going for it, he's trying to make that. It's like Hasselbeck when he came to the Colts. And he had that run with us at the end. Mm-hmm. It was almost like Hasselbeck was like, I want to prove to people I still got it. And Hasselbeck fucking did, by the way. Hasselbeck yeah. completely played did. His ass played his ass off with a team that wasn't incredible mm-hmm. at the time. Banged up team. And he won a lot of games for us. And then he got offered a cush TV job. So Hasselbeck, whenever he's at home or whatever, he's thinking, you know what? My last ball was good ball. Like mm-hmm. I played good. I wonder if Eli ever has that thought. I wonder if it's eating him alive that all of it. Cause you never really hear, hear him talk about it. You always hear people from outside talk about how Eli's doing this. Eli's mm-hmm. doing that. You never hear Eli be like, man, you think I fucking want to do this? Like this isn't, <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's the thought that I, I try to think about every once in a while. Whenever I'm like, yeah, get the fuck out of the game. It's like, I wonder what, he, cause Eli's accomplished a lot of great things, but it's been tough, man. It has to be tough. Has, I, assume but, this, I assume this happens in all sports, though. But no one's like, when you watch the games, no one's killing him because their team is so fucking bad. Have so, been bad. Like, you guy. lose your excuses when that happens. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he has zero mobility left. Like, he can't run for shit. But he's, like, hitting guys and they're dropping passes. I mean, he's not looking horrible. 
I wonder if Eli Manning goes, you know, if they would drop an offense where I could just sit back there and throw the ball like Tom Brady's got. I wonder how fucking good I'd be. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> By the way, that offensive lineup there doesn't get enough credit, I don't think. And I think their defense is really good, too. And I think Tom knows it, by the way. And Tom is so good at what he does. Today on social media, he posted a video. By the way, the greatest of all time to social media. So anytime you hear any coach or any anything say social media is getting in the way, literally the greatest person to ever play football does social media on a very regular basis. So debunk theory from bullshit coach right there i mean that's just number one first and foremost only thing he did in the video though was thank the defense and i think he thanks his offensive line i think he's just so smart so good and i don't think they're stoppable i, I, <laughs> no, uh, I have no idea what's gonna happen to antonio brown especially after there's another uh allegation coming out his the the distractions seem to be mounting off the field they're terrible by the way if they're all true they're absolutely terrible so i'm not sure but they don't need antonio brown they fed him early just, uh, you know, because they got to play the player here, right? Let's coach the player. Let's make the player the best player he could possibly be. Antonio Brown is a much better player whenever you feed him earlier and he knows he's a part of the plan. Then he's just happy. He uh, wants to be a part of the team. That's just the way he is. When you get Antonio Brown, that's what Antonio Brown is. That is the on the field. That is what Antonio Brown is. So they did that very early, and then they were like, all right, he's happy, got a touchdown, fuck it. Now we can just do whatever we want. They'll build on that, I assume, if he sticks around. But that team... They just look. Their defense is so good. <laughs> now, granted, granted, they're playing Gumpy's team, <laughs> which is a bad team. <laughs> Can't really judge it on Condolences. anything. Or maybe they're just that good. Going going back to the Super Bowl, they've given up nine points in three games. What a fucking joke. Do you hear that? So not only do you have Tom Brady... The greatest quarterback of all time, Josh McDaniels, who's arguably the best architect of offense in history because they innovate every single game. They play against your weakness. They don't play what their strengths are. They change every – they adapt every single week. So it's not just – it's fun probably for them, by the way, to put a game plan together whenever teams change. So it's not like they're getting stale. It's not like, yeah, we're running this, we're running this, we're running this. Every week it's like, oh, we found a weakness on this particular thing. So let's go ahead and draw plays to make that work. So it's it's probably a lot of fun to be in there. Granted, I'm not saying the Patriot way is a fun thing. It's probably a grind like a <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to creativity yeah i'm it's, sure it's great for the minds that are in that room yes exactly challenged all yeah, the time it's a but, new challenge you don't yeah. get bored by it. you're the greatest of all time you have to be challenged by something i would assume that happens but then the, you have a defense that just that just starts doing that it's the best like league. <laughs> what are we even doing here what are we even doing here at what point do they change the name of the trophy ty at what point do they change the name <laughs> of the trophy? I mean, they won't ever do that, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're not losing anytime soon either. No, their schedule is Jets, cupcake. Bills, Redskins, Giants, Jets. Hey, don't sleep on the Bills. Do not sleep on the Bills. They're, they're playing some football right now. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen's gaining confidence, too. And we watch him at Top Golf. Once he gets confidence going... He gets rolling. Yeah, he's a confidence guy. And I think he's getting confident here early. And you got Frank Gore in the backfield oh. still. Let's make sure that that is. He Respect. Just, he just loves football, man. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's going to be running for a long time. I think the Bills could potentially give them a little something. It is here. in Buffalo. Okay, now we're talking about Bildos flying around. Yep. We got tables being Their defense. Crashed. Their defense yeah. is good. Defense is good. Josh Allen. So that is a potential. We are not saying. No, we're not. <laughs> we are not saying that that is a win, but we're saying I think the Bills could give them a, a bit of a game. And they've played them. That coach has played them now mm-hmm. numerous times over the past three years. What is it? Six times, I'd assume, right? Mm-hmm. He, has he played? He's been there for three years? Yeah. Yeah. He's, so he's played them. Is this his third year or fourth year? Oh. This might be his fourth year. McDermott's been there a bit. He's okay. Been. So, he's, so he's played them six times. I mean, you would hope at some point you get a read on them, uh, but who knows? They're just so damn good. The NFL is awesome. I love football. I just love everything about it. From Schefter, eight minutes ago. The Jaguars could trade Jalen Ramsey this week and want at least a first-round pick. Doug Marone, Jalen Ramsey, <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Not a good move whenever Tom Coughlin's calling the shots up there. Unless Jalen wanted out, Jalen Ramsey saw Gardner Minshew 
with his mustache and said, I'm not fucking playing. <laughs> <laughs> What's that all about? I like that Minshew guy. Why is Jalen one out of there? It was obviously once out of there. You don't just fight your coach on the sideline, yeah. especially whenever you're a franchise guy or trying to get money. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a, that's been brewing for at least a year. So he's Contentious. trying to, he's trying to get out of there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just trying to get out of there. They want a first round pick. Well, yeah. And they, at least, and they, he already said at that least. after this year, they're going to have to break the bank for him. So, if you're the Jags and he's caused some issues, not issues, but if he's not happy there and he's asking to break the bank, it might make sense for both Is sides. Is he still one of the best corners in the game? He's good. Pretty damn good. Yeah. Worth it. Somebody will sign up for Patriots. Sure. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. They don't need it, right? They've only uh, no. got nine points last year. They already have uh, the best corner. Yeah, Gilmore's on It might even be less than that. It might be six points. <laughs> <laughs> That's. Something interesting in that fight, though, that I kind of learned from you was you always talk about pl- teammates sticking up for the guys on the team. I watched, and in that little scenario there with Marone and Jalen Ramsey, a lot of the teammates were kind of, it looked like supporting Ramsey, like telling Marone to get out of his face and back up. And yeah. Maybe they knew he was about to get knocked out if he didn't get out of his face. Yeah. <laughs> Doug Marone looks like a guy that'll uh... fucking smack someone right in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Ty's been saying yeah. that to every situation. <laughs> He's been watching Mark Madden videos, I think, for four days straight. Yep. Stooge. He's a stooge in a sellout. <laughs> for those listening that don't know Mark Madden, just he's a Pittsburgh radio show host who... He's just a, he's Character. literally just a fire stick. He's wild. He is an electric factory of a man. And it calls never... it how it is. <laughs> <laughs> so Ty is all the way in on the propaganda. He is one of the most entertaining people to ever get on a microphone, though. I can argue that as a fact, um, but it's entertainment, and Ty is all the way in. And smack him right in the mouth is Mark Madden's go-to. Yeah, I told no less. Well, I was with Foxy and Zito, and we'd walk b- past someone in New York, and I'd be like, that guy really looked like he could use a nice smack in the mouth. Just A, a I mean, thousand people at yeah. least. By the way, probably accurate yeah. in New York City. What an interesting place that is. But I'm happy um, I'm happy old Doug Marone didn't knock out Jalen Ramsey. Who knows where he ends up at? What teams need defense? Chiefs might need them. Chiefs for sure. Yeah. Oh my god, that would really help them out. Mm-hmm. That's They're not, not good, good on defense. That's not good for anybody. Well, it's good for I guess anybody that doesn't want the Patriots just to. Yeah, run, it's right? good for everyone actually. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> All right, Doug. Listen, why don't you go up in that pool with Jalen? You guys have a couple cocktails, <laughs> margaritas, maybe up in that pool in Con's Paradise. Go over to the yacht. Hop in the yoga facility. Did a helicopter just land on our building? <laughs> <laughs> I think it was like a chopper. It. Not not that kind of chopper. Like a West Coast chopper. Oh, really? Paul yeah. Senior? Yeah. <laughs> that guy was so angry. Oh, yeah. Good show, but he had to take years off his life. High that. blood pressure for sure. Had yeah. to. West Coast choppers. Orange County choppers. So. There's a guy who relishes any opportunity he can to smack someone. <laughs> I have no idea where I was going. Does Marone get a pass for this year? I have no idea where I was going. What's that? Does Marone get a pass for this year because Folds is up? Yes, absolutely. Anytime your quarterback gets hurt, the head coach kind of gets a pass because it's automatically, yeah, what am I supposed to do? Or guy, guy. Uh, listening to Rex Ryan talk about how the Saints are going to have to have an average quarterback now. Yeah, welcome to my world. Is what <laughs> <Rex> <laughs> <is>. <laughs> I don't think he said average. He said not an all-pro quarterback. Welcome to the world of most coaches. Was yeah. You just heard the pain radiate through Rex Ryan's voice. Because like, you know Rex, good coach, by the way, had good records with not great teams Ain't no Rex at all, all times because the TV job, he does incredible in there. I think he, I enjoy the fuck out of him, by the mm-hmm. way. That pre production meeting, I laughed at Rex Ryan a lot this morning, like a lot, a lot. And then on the show, I had a great, and then we had him on the show. He's great. Yeah. I like Rex Ryan. I don't know how he is on everything else, but he is, I, I find him very comical. But I think in the back of his mind, just like every football coach, every single football coach, super football guys, in the back of their mind, they're always itching to get back on the sideline. And I wonder, every time one of these happens, Rex Ryan, like, yeah, motherfucker, Drew Brees. Imagine if I had fucking Drew Brees. <laughs> I wouldn't be working against Ben. I'd be fucking playing against Belichick every fucking year. Like, that has to be the mindset, you know? And um, what a gift those great quarterbacks are, though, to a coach. 
That's why when you get one, gotta hang on to them. Mm-hmm. Like Lamar Jackson. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. And that's the end of the show. <laughs> uh, we're supposed to talk Dante Stallworth. We missed the time. Yep. Uh, we got stuck in traffic in New York on the way out on our trip back here to Indianapolis. Uh, came down that elevator from the 50th floor, got a little seasick, hopped in a car, got car sick, hopped in a plane, got air sick. <laughs> <laughs> Three types of sickness. And then we got back here, was excited to talk to him, uh, but we blew through the time. That's probably on us, if I had to guess. Yeah, probably. Uh, that's the show. <laughs> Can't thank you enough, Ty Schmidt. Hit the music. On the road again Just can't wait to get on the road again The life I love is making music with my friends And I can't wait to get on the road again On the road again Going places that I've never been Seeing things that I may never see again I can't wait to get on the road again Road again, like a band of gypsies, we go down the highway. We're the best of friends, insisting that the world keep turning our way and our way. It's on the road again. I just can't wait to get on the road again. The life I love is made.